I'm just going to give you a little nugget this morning out of Kings, out of 2 Kings. And it says in verse, verse 1, and it said, A certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets cried to Elijah, saying, Now this woman was uh, actually a wife of Obadiah, or not Obadiah, but Obadad, I think it was, something like that. And he was the one that worked in the, uh, took care of King Ahab, his house, his household, and all this stuff. And he was the one that helped Elijah when Elijah had called the drought, and the drought had been going on for three and a half years, and Ahab and, and Jezebel were wanting to kill, find Elijah and kill him. And, and, uh, and he ended up being a messenger to go back to Ahab for Elijah. And to tell him where to meet him on Mount Carmel and the great time, whenever the cloud came and the glory came and the rain came and all that cool stuff. Well, this is this, this is his wife now. A number of years later, Elijah's already been taken up in a chariot of fire with the Lord, and now his servant Elisha, who had had the Spirit of God poured out on him, at a double portion, it tells us when he crossed over the Jordan with Elijah when Elijah was taken up. And now he's leading the ministry of the prophets. He's leading the move of God in the earth. And, and now here he faces a situation. He comes up on a woman that he knew when he was serving Elisha. And he knew this woman, and, and he, he knew her family, and he knew her kids. And now this woman has come into a time of hardship. And as she's came into this time of hardship, as she tells him, says, uh, she cried out to Elisha saying, your servant, my husband, is dead. And you know your servant feared the Lord, and the creditor is coming to take my two sons to be his slaves. Now, in these times when they would take their children, they would take whoever, their children or whoever, and hold them as slaves until the debt was paid. If that was forever, that's tough for you. And she was getting raised. She was in this time. She had served God faithfully. Ooh, yeah. How many of you have served God faithfully? Have you served God faithfully? Only God, maybe I need to do an altar call for salvation. Four people? How many of you have served God faithfully? Don't, don't be a false pride. I'll rebuke that spirit right now. So she had served God faithfully. Her husband had risked their household. Her husband had risked everything. And God moved, and God brought rain to Israel, and God brought a move of God to Israel, and God brought down Ahab and Jezebel, and the false idols, and the, the false prophets were killed, and there was a move of God. And out of that, Elisha's ministry was birthed, and he ended up doing two times the miracles that Elijah did. And, and, and all these great things were happening, but now bad things happen sometimes to people who love and serve God with all their heart. They're, they receive attacks because we live in a cursed world. Their bodies are attacked, their minds are attacked, their finances are attacked, their families are attacked, and it's like we're under attack. But I, I got some good gospel news for you. I want you to realize that God is there to bring you through because through is important, but it takes you focusing your heart, hearing the voice of God, reading the Word of God, praying, fasting, separating yourself from your problems, from your storms, doesn't mean you don't face them, but you give your attention to the heavens. You give your attentions to your father because you're his child and he wants to move for you. Now, this woman didn't have the Holy Spirit like you and I have because the Holy Spirit only came upon his prophets, his God's kings and God's priests. So, so here she is. She's in a tough situation. And she said she's getting ready to lose her only two sons. 
In verse 2, Elijah said to her, what shall I do for you? I feel that God is saying to this church, and I believe he's saying this individually to each one of us, because we are the church. He's saying, what can I do for you? I mean, if someone just come up to you and said, what can I do for you? You know, you'd have to think a minute probably or something. But I mean, I really want you to be praying throughout the rest of this month and throughout December and say, Lord, if there if it was one thing, one major thing that I want you to do for me, it could be to, 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 to bring conviction on a loved one and that, that you would just see the presence of God come and someone, they'd see a miracle, they'd have a testimony, an angel, whatever it is, but they would get saved. It could be that you need a healing. It could be that someone in your family needs a healing. It could be a financial breakthrough. I'm not asking you the three things that are for What is the one thing you're believing for? that would build your faith to the point you would be willing to just walk out in the mall and witness for God. You'd be willing to pray for anyone, anywhere, at any time. I mean, you'd be willing to witness to anyone about the love of God. What is that one thing if it happened in your life? And I believe that God is asking us, what is it? What is that one thing? What is that one thing that would set you on fire? Because see, it's not really about giving you anything. I mean, the Bible says when you're a Christian, to die is to gain. I mean, you can't lose. Yeah, 1 Peter 2.24 says, by his stripes you were healed. But if you take your last breath, Paul said to be absent from your body is to be present with your Lord. You just beat everybody else to heaven. So you really can't lose in that sense. So I want to ask you though, what is that one thing? It may be something simple. What is that one thing that if you saw moving your life, it would set your faith on fire. It would transform you. It, it would build you up to where you had such a confidence in God and the love of God and the power of God. What is that one thing? And I want you to determine that before the beginning of the year. I want you to get that in your heart. And you may already know it. Oh, okay, it's this. But I even want you to pray over that because sometimes we go for the obvious, but really there's underlying things we need before that. And then it will trigger even more blessings in our life because God wants to get it in you so he can get it through you. He wants you to give away what it is that he's putting in your life as favor. So the first question he said to Elijah, he said to her, Elijah said to her, what shall I do for you? So what shall God do for you? And then the second thing he says, tell me what you have in your house. Tell me what you have in your house. I want to ask you today, what do you have in your temple? You are the temple of the Holy Spirit, every born again believer. What do you have in your house? You say, well, I need this family member healed. I, I need them to become a believer, or I need them to just be baptized in the Holy Spirit. I need them to, 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 to break depression off their life or addiction off their life. I need this one thing. Oh, Lord. And I ask you, and the Lord's not saying, what is it you need? But he's saying, what do you have in the house? You see, you've got a lot more in you than you give yourself credit for. You got a lot more word in you than you give yourself credit for. You just don't give God enough time to let him download and build up your faith. You, you, you got a, a, a lot more love and compassion in you than you even dreamed you had. You, you, you don't even have a clue 
how awesome, how great God is in you because greater is he who's in you than he is in this world. So you're not, you've been fighting, like Paul said, as one that beats the air. Many have been fighting as one beats the air. We've been, but, but, but what God is saying is quit fighting as one beats the air. Quit fighting the flesh. Quit fighting yourself and begin to release the faith of God on the enemy. And the way you release the power of God that annihilates the enemy, which is principalities and powers and spirits and wickedness in high places, Ephesians 6 says, the way you release that is through the presence of God. Because wherever his presence is, he's manifested, he's made seen, he's heard, and he acts, he demonstrates. That's what the book of Acts is all about. The things that we, that they acted on. I know that 20, 2018 is gonna be a year of action action, but it's going to come from you and from me. It's, it's God is going, as we open our hearts wide and his presence and power is downloaded on us at another level, then what's going to happen, there's going to be a wide opening for many people of different lives and walks to come in this church and to be saved and be delivered. But there's also going to be many opportunities in our community and even international opportunities that are going to come, I'm telling you, in 2018. I, I get my passport. I just get ready. I just, I don't have anything planned for you. But I'm just telling you, God doesn't move quickly, but he moves suddenly. Let's know. So what do you have in the house? Here's what she said. She said, uh, and she said, your maid servant has nothing in the house but a jar of oil. Now what's oil represent in the Bible? Anybody know? Shout it out if you know. Huh? The Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is the anointing. So we, we understand Jesus is the Christ, the Christos, the anointed one, the Messiah, the anointed one. And the Holy Spirit is his anointing. His Holy Spirit is the one that carries his anointing and brings action to it. And what I want you to realize is when you are a believer, you are a jar, you, that's your jar of oil. You have the oil of the Spirit of God inside you. Hmm. You have the oil of the Holy Spirit living inside you right now, right now, right now. But see, you, you don't see it maybe, maybe many of you do, but many of you don't. You don't see the potential in that one jar of oil. See, that one jar of oil is not much when it's just in your hands. But when you turn that jar of oil and put it in the hands of God, it becomes much. I'm just telling you, I'm telling you this, the 28, get, you need to go into a season of prayer. We're going to do a 21-day fast in January, but I'm just telling you, I, I would challenge you now, get, it, get in. God's wanting to set you up. God's wanting to set you up. He wants to bring revival in your family and revival in your workplace and revival in your community. He really does. He want, and he wants to use you. It don't have to be a guest coming in. It, he wants to use you at a higher level. And, and he said, so I want to ask you, man, do you have a jar? So how many of you that are born again in here, wave at me. So you have at least that jar of oil. You have at least that, that basic part of being filled with the Spirit. And, and we talk about baptism, Holy Spirit, that means to be immersed in it. That means to be overflowing in it. That, that means that it's running over the top. If the glass is just full, it's not baptized. 
It's, yeah, you're full of the Spirit when you're a Christian, but you're not full of the Spirit in the sense of the baptism of the Holy Spirit until water's sloshing out of the top of the glass, until water's overflowing. And see, you can be baptized in the Holy Spirit more than one time. We see that with the apostles. And I'm going to challenge you to be seeking God for fresh baptism. I, I believe that this year we'll have over 100 baptisms in this church, baptisms in the Holy Spirit this year in this church, over 100. Over 100, easily over 100 people. Mm. Mm. There's going to be a fresh baptism coming on many of your households, and you've been living with a, you know, that one barrel of oil, and it gets you to work, and it keeps you married barely, and it, you know, it keeps your kids half sane and not totally crazy, and it, you know, it brings some provision, and, and it gets you through. But I'm telling you, God has so much more for you than that. And I'm telling you, this is a clarion call. I'm telling you, this is a clarion call from the throne of God that I want you to take that barrel of oil. I want you to take that jar of oil. And here, here, here's what I want you to do with it. That's good, but here's what God's getting ready to do. Verse 3, then he said, go borrow, go borrow vessels from everywhere, all your neighbors, neighbors empty vessels, and do not gather just a few. You, you want to know how to get more oil, more of the Spirit of God in you and in your house? You want to know how to get more of the anointing of God on you and in your house and in your family? Go to your neighbors where those empty vessels are and begin to bring them into your house. Begin to bring them in. Begin to bring them in. Those neighbors at work, you begin to bring them in. Go get all the empty vessels. Go get the empty vessels and bring them into your house. Bring them into your living area where you live and do life, where you work, where you go to school, where you live, where you serve. Bring, gather all the empty vessels, just like feeding the lovely lady that walked a mile and a half on a walker just to, just to get here, to get food for her family for Thanksgiving. Bring, God wants you. This is going to be a year as you sow and do for others. He's going to multiply his spirit. He's going to multiply his anointing on you and your house. He's going to multiply the presence of God on you and your house. But he asked her, he said, you go get it. Now, Lutus. Said, go from everywhere to your neighbors everywhere. Get all the emptied vessels. Do not gather just a few. Verse 4. And when you have come in, you shall shut the door from behind you and your sons. Said, in other words, when you come into my presence and when you begin to reach out and gather empty vessels, empty broken people, empty broken lives, and you begin to gather around, you know, you think, well, what do I got to give them? I don't have anything to give them. Right? I, I mean, I barely know Romans Road, or I don't even know Romans Road. I, I don't know how to win somebody to the Lord. You know, preacher, what are you talking about? What, what am I going to do with people? I mean, I got enough people in my life that's driving me crazy now. I don't need a bunch of empty, broken, messed up people. I mean, what can I do for these empty vessels? See, that's the problem. You, you evaluate your whole life based on what you can do. See, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a supernatural life. I'm talking about living a life that's beyond what you can do. I'm talking about having things beyond what you have, being beyond what you see yourself being, doing beyond what you ever thought you could do. Because it's not you 
doing it. It's the work of the Holy Spirit in you doing it. And I, guess what? There's going to be a multiplication of his power that you're going to be able to speak to people's body and watch them be healed. You're going, to, you're going to be able to speak over your house and drive demonic forces that come and go in addiction and, and anger and anxiety and depression in your house. You're going to be able to speak to it and it must flee. You don't even have to have the preacher come over. You're going to do it. Hmm. So what you got to do, you got to shut the door on unbelief. You got to shut the door on doubt. You got to shut the door on fear. How do I shut the door on things clamoring for my attention? How do I shut the door on that sin that so easily besets me? How do I shut the door on that addiction I battle? How do I shut that door on unforgiveness and bitterness that's in me or in my family or in my house? How do I shut the door? You shut the door because you begin to focus on the power and the presence of God. Now, you're not focused on God just for his attributes. See, his attributes is healing and all those things. No, no, no. You're focusing on Abba Father as your daddy. You're focused on Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. You're focused on the Holy Spirit as, as, as the one that breaks the yoke, that breaks the yoke in your life and the oil of the Holy Spirit. So we're not focused on it to get anything. We're just shutting the door on anything that robs our attention from the presence and the power of God. You see, when something robs your attention and we're having gatherings like this, this is my time and others' time to pour into you, to stir up your faith. And, and, but, but if you get busy and you don't get here enough, what happens then? What happens is you, you, you're not shutting the door on those obstacles. You're shutting the door on the Spirit of God who has a word for you, who has an encouragement for you, who has something to strengthen you and to make you strong and mighty. Just, just like Bethel School of Ministry. I mean, you, these 12 interns, man, God is just turning their world upside down and has challenged all of us, volunteers and staff that work with them. Just like the 37 in Bethel School of Ministry on Wednesday night. I mean, man, it's powerful. I'm, I'm teaching on faith foundations right now. I'm teaching you on how to move mountains and, and how to see things you can never see and hear things you can never hear that you can use in your everyday life. Pastor Staff is teaching on leadership, how to serve like Jesus served and lead like Jesus led. I mean, there's so many cool things going on and you can still get involved in that, but what are you doing with it? I mean, we had, we had Robbie here and Robbie Dawkins and I mean, Robbie's had thousands of healings in his life and salvation that he's, and, and, and I know people that were sick that didn't even come when Sunday night. I know people that needed what he had, but didn't come. And I'm like, man, it, it doesn't matter if it's dark out. You'll drive to Walmart or Kroger or something if it's dark out. I mean, you'll drive to meet a family for a birthday gathering if it's dark out or rain. I'm just telling you, I'm not jumping on you because it was a good crowd. But, but I'm just saying this. What I'm telling you is shut the door on distractions. Shut the door on anything that, that robs your attention. Shut the door on anything that brings fear and brings doubt in your life. And get focused. Take the tools, the, the, the connect groups that we have here at this church, man. Get in there. We got them for couples, singles, men, women, students. I mean, come on. It's available to you right now. All these things are available to you. 
We have our podcast up. You can just go down and start listening to our podcast. You can watch Facebook Live. What, what am I saying? I'm not saying that just to promote something. I'm telling you, if you want to be in the middle of what God is doing, get shut the door to dissatisfaction. You see, what, what happens is when you get distracted, the next thing is you get discouraged. And then when you get discouraged, you depart the faith. And I believe in callings. I believe that God called Steph and us to this city. I believe that God calls people to us. And then there is a release sometimes in people's lives and, and they are released to go somewhere else. But I believe most times when people leave the church, it's, it's more because they get distracted and get discouraged and dissatisfied. And then they can't connect with what God's doing. And, and, and they're looking at everyone else, but really it's our own heart. And I don't want you to miss it, man. I want you to be, and I'm just, I'm just telling you, I, I just want you to be in it. I want to see your household saved. I want to see your neighborhood saved. I want to see you with a fresh baptism of the Holy Spirit. Let me, let me wind this in. So shut the door on it. And then when you shut the door, what's going to happen? You take that one vessel, and now that vessel, the oil that's in it, and, set up, and, and begin to pour it into the empty ones, they say. Begin to pour it into the empty ones. And as, they pour, as she poured it into the empty ones, guess what? It just kept oil out of that same vessel, just kept coming out and kept coming out. And they gathered up all the vessels they knew to bring and the oil kept coming out. So when she went for him and shut the door behind her and her sons who brought the vessels to her and poured it out. Now it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said to her son, bring me another vessel. And he said to her, there is not another vessel. So the oil ceased. <sighs> See, if you don't use what you have, if you're not taking the oil that you have to pray for people, the oil you have to love people, the oil you have to serve other people, the oil you have, the influence you have of the Holy Spirit, then you get stagnant. But the more you pour out, the more God gives you. You know, I say, I just want the presence of God. You, you couldn't handle the presence of God. Some people just can't handle it. Like, 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 like Moses couldn't handle it, right? God just showed him his back parts. He said, Moses, you, you can't handle me face to face. But I'm telling you, you're, you're going to start handling the presence of God at another level. Amen. Beyond any talent you have. Beyond any revelation you currently have, if, if you will just get in on this. Now it came to pass when the vessels were full, where the oil ceased. Verse 7, and she came and told the man of God, and he said, go sell the oil and pay your debt. Shoo. And you and your sons live on the rest. There is a kingdom reward when you fill broken, empty vessels. You're not doing that for the reward, but, but, but it happens. Because God finds a way when you can hear his voice and best. And, and the Lord, the Lord, the, the, the man of God said, now, now you go sell the rest. And, and what's happening, guys, is this. As, as we totally tune into things of God, and as we continually empty what we have, he fills it over and over and over and over and over and not only does he feel it over, over, and over, then he gives us more influence. 
Then he opens the door for, for said, 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 you and your son can live your life. In other words, be debt free. Yes. I'm telling you, 2018, you've been believing to be debt free. Yes. 2018 is your year to be debt free. I'm just telling you by the spirit of God, you can just say, that's a crazy preacher. He don't know what he's talking about. Well, me and somebody else be debt free, you won't. But anyway, so, but I'm just telling you by the spirit of God, this is your year. You say, but you don't understand where I'm at. Well, what if it took you two years? But what if you got such a go in, in 2018? See, until you have a plan, you know, Chad and Jennifer, man, they have such an anointing. There's others have such an anointing. Mike Garrison and others have such an anointing on their life to teach the principles, to, to break financial debt. And, and, and it's good that you start in a natural and you use the faith you have. But when you start releasing what's in your vessel to other vessels, then what happens, God multiplies what you can have in your own hands and handle. And all of a sudden, by you just doing the natural principles and tithing and giving and serving and loving and saving and paying and put a strategy together, I'm just telling you, an anointing is gonna come on, it's gonna come on your life for finances. It's gonna come on your life for finances at another level at another level, at another level. Some of you say, yeah, but you know, this whole retirement thing and, well, you, you can live on a restricted income if you want to, but you don't have to. You don't have to, if you'll be used by God. And not only this, now look, a generational blessing came from it. Said you and your sons, just a few verses her sons were getting ready to go into slavery. from a debt that a godly family had. That a family that served the prophets, a family that was influential and worked for the king and took care of his stuff, but then he served the prophets. And now, even though there was a great spiritual lineage, there was still an attack, a curse on their life, a financial curse that just kept coming up generation after generation after generation. I am telling you, by when you begin to focus and shut the door on disobedience and dissatisfaction and distraction and fear and envy and, all, and move toward the Holy Spirit. Move toward the love of God. Move toward the word of God and stay focused. I'm telling you, God is going to begin to break generational things off of your family. Going to begin to break generational things. Because I can pray for you and I pray for people in prayer lines and I can go into court of heaven in an instant by the gift of faith on some people and get some immediate relief and break something that's going on in the heavenly realm of the accuser. But I, it breaks my heart when I walk to the next person and I hear that those people got a relief for a week or a month, but then I hear, I know it's gonna come back because they don't have the revelation yet in their own vessel to go up in there each time they need to do it to cut the head of the enemy off. But God is gonna accelerate your knowledge. God is gonna, some of you've never heard something, you're like, oh, this guy's crazy. He must not have prepared. He's just scattered. He's, see, you, you gotta learn. You gotta learn to trust God. Learn to be obedient to something that's different. Learn to be obedient to something that's unique. Learn, I'm just telling you, this is your year to open wide. I didn't say open your mind up. Our minds are goofy. I said open your heart up. 
open your heart up and begin to speak the word of God over your mind and trust and know God. Trust and know God. Trust and know God. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm gonna minister to a person or two and then we'll, we'll go. It's, is it Brad? Brad, is your, is your name Brad? Greg, yeah, okay. Greg, I, I see uh, where, you know, you came into 2017 and you were in one place, one position. And, and I, I think I know uh, where you work at the school. I think the college, you don't work at the college? Where? Oh, well, good. Oh, okay. You're, okay, now you're Todd's friend. Yeah, okay. I thought, oh, that's good then. Because I would picked this up and I was getting ready to explain it because I know this person a little bit. And a wonderful person started coming this year to Bethel and they got some promotions and some things happened. But I don't really know you. I shook your hand, I think, in the foyer. Uh, this, this year, you weren't only brought here on a mission of, 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 uh, it's not really that you need the money so much. It's just you love to work. You love vision. You, you, you love to, man, you're an armor bearer. You love to be in the middle of it. You love, to, you love to see the kingdom of God advance. You love to see things advance. But in 2018, it's going to be such a unique thing, even though through your successes and failures in life and more, a lot more successes and failures that you faced, this year, there's going to become some success in the realm of healing in your family healing in your family. Now, I even see God touching you right now. I see, I see God touching you, but I also see this for other family members, but I see God touching you. I see something to do with your heart, your, uh, your chest area there. And I just know that God wants to open up vessels, that God wants to release his anointing for healing on your life. And I see too for you, man, as you opened up, because you had to open up by faith to come here, to leave comfort, to leave where you are. I'm telling you, the anointing is going to be stronger on your life in 2018 than it's ever been before. Than it's ever been before. And you're going to just start talking to people, and, and you're, it's going to be going crazy. It'll take you to places you never thought. And you're going to be ministering. You're going to, you're going to have words, and you're going to be ministering to some very, very influential people. Um, on behalf of the business and other things. But I just see a, a healing on your son. I see a healing on your son. I'm just telling you, lock in this year. Lock in this year. Lock in this year. This is your year for household healing. And I see a, a, a attack broken physical attack that's come through your bloodline and it's going to be broken as you allow God to empty you and fill you so you can fill others. Amen. Can I pray for you? Please. Amen. Does, does that kind of fit anything in your life? Sure does. Amen. Amen. Father, I just thank you for my brother right now. I just thank you. I just, I just speak right now. I come against the spirit of death off of his family. I speak the spirit of life healing, strength, energy. Lord, I just speak, God, that, that as his vessel is used, as you just open more doors, more doors. He, he's in a place in his life, he's like, you know what? 
I got God in my family. I could care less about the rest of it. So now, God, he's a dangerous man. He's a dangerous man for the devil. So I just speak forth wisdom to be downloaded to him, a fervor for prayer, a fervor for getting into your word, a consistency like never before, Lord, that he walks and he hears what you say and he sees what you see to bring favor and blessing on his house and his household and his next generation as well as to touch the generations around him in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. God bless Amen. you, buddy. God bless you. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just tell you, man, God's, 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 just, God's just doing some stuff. Man, uh, Sean, I just see the Lord... Uh, where you're such, you guys are just such servants and givers and love people and love the next generation. Uh, but I see a healing. 2018 is your year for total healing for you physically, for you. This is year, perfect, brand new heart this year. Brand new blood. I'm just telling you, I'm just telling you. Sometimes we're, we, 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 are, we set ourselves aside or we're set aside, whatever happens, and, and it's just like things shift, and you're like, I'm just going to be obedient, God. Things shifted. In your case, things have shifted because of a spiritual download God has for you. God has. There's leadership on your family. I mean, you know, I know your kids. I see that. Leadership. Leadership. But 2018 is going to be about healing you to sustain the legacy because your ministry's just beginning. It, it, it's so much bigger. You're so anointed in music and all that, but it's, I'm just telling you, it's so much bigger than, than anything like that. It's, 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 it's reaching people, bringing miracles into their life, bringing hope in their life, bringing joy, bringing deliverance. I mean, I just see it one vessel at a time, one vessel at a time, groups, I, I see it, I see it. This, this is a year, I'm just telling you, for his healing. Can you just, Angie, put your hand on his heart? I just see that in his blood, and we're going to speak for it. Father, I just speak over Sean's body. I thank you, God, that 2018 is a year we see miraculous, earth-shaking faith released on his life and the presence and power of God released on his life, the presence to heal, the power to heal. We break this attack off of his body. We just speak life, the spirit of life, and many decades ahead of him, decades ahead of him, not years, decades ahead of him, God, because he knows you and knows your ways. And the Lord wants you to share his ways and be an illustration of how to walk this thing out and live it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Does that fit, Sean? What? Yeah? What God's saying? Let me pray for one more. Hallelujah. 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 Daryl, just stand up right there. I want to pray for you. The Lord just told me he's going to use you as an illustration in 2018. There, there is going to be such a turnaround in you that it will bring turnaround to your family, but it will even bring turnaround in this church the impact you have on other men. It's a year turnaround. Turnaround in your mind. You're going, this, this thing you battled since you've been born, well, your mind is going to be broken permanently in 2018. 2018 is your year. 
just as uh, you've always, you know, you used to win those weight competitions and all that state stuff and all that. This is, and I used to tease you all the time, you know, when you were bigger, I'd say, man, that's what I look like in the spirit right there. Well, 2018 is your year to look like that in the spirit. Now, let me caution you because I might have to call you in and correct you one day in 2018. Because the anointing is going to come so strong on your life and download things to you, you might get arrogant and cocky and feel like you're hearing God more than me or anybody else. Because he's going to download things to you and you're going to start experimenting and it's going to shock you what you see happening in your life. You say, well, you know, I got this hip replacement, was it? And you say, man, I, I want this thing totally where I was like, I could run like a deer. I could do all this. God said the same anointing on you that was on Jacob. Jacob, his name means deceiver, right? And I'm not saying you're a deceiver, but I believe what happens is the enemy deceives us and gets us to believe his deception. And so God said, don't be focused on your hips so much. Stay busy filling your vessel and emptying it and emptying it to others. And he said, the hip will come along. He said, but in 2018, he's going to make you a prince. Because Jacob wrestled with God and had a limp, right? And his hip joint came out. And then what happened? Then God renamed him Israel. He became the prince. God is going to make you a prince in the spirit realm this year. Prince. It, it, you're, you're going to influence and love people one person at a time, groups at a time. I'm just telling you, this is your year. Amen. Do you believe that? I sure do. Does that, does that fit? That's right. Father, I just thank you for Daryl right now. I just thank you, Lord, for your anointing on his life, that God, he'll just be an illustration in the church uh, to everyone. It's not anything he does by works. It's just by seeking you, by knowing you, by trusting you, by believing you. And God, as he shuts the door on unbelief and shuts the door on these other things, yeah, yeah, God, as he shuts the door on these other things, He's going to just be gravitating closer and closer to you as he presses in a fresh new presence and anointing on his life. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 I, I, I'm done with this, but I, I love you so much, man. You know, Don't ever give up. This is your year. Don't ever give up. I love you, man. I, I just saw you as I was praying for him, David, and I saw like a new book thing coming out of you, a new book coming out of you. I just saw that, just like, boom, I saw it, just boom, hit you right there. That this year, I, I see a new book coming out of you. And it's going to bring uh, opportunity and influence for you. And it's going to be a big part of what you do in these latter years. Hallelujah. Just the wisdom, and it's like things are going to just click. It's like, man, you've wrote books before, and you've done things before, but this one is going to have more impact than any book you've ever written. It's called On the Way. So you're already in the process. See, see, I didn't know that. He's a surgeon and a doctor of ob -Joy. I didn't know that. But, but by the Spirit, I was just there. And I just saw God's hand reach down and touch you on this side of your head. I just saw it. And what he's anointing you is with the revelation of wisdom. Not man's wisdom, but wisdom. Wisdom to unlock kingdom principles to put them in a way that it brings not just deliverance to addicts, but it brings 
uh, deliverance to high-level influential people that would think the things we're talking about now is too simple and too silly and too stupid. And it's this, and, and it's going to cut through political lines. It's going to cut through, you know, religious lines. It's going it's to cut through things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, and, and there's a, a renewing of vigor and energy coming in Pam. I know things she's dealing with with family illness and things like that. This year, you know, the enemy would try to get some of that on her even more. I, I see she's been battling some things, uh, uh, headaches and stuff like that. But you just tell her, this is her year. And as she seeks him and shuts the door, she's, she's going to break that attack of the enemy with the headaches and stress. And God is going to give her the peace and strength to deal with the illness that's in her family and how to handle that. But it's going to be supernatural, not natural. And it's going to build her faith instead of the enemy using it to tear her down. Yes. Amen. Amen. He, the Holy Spirit is the comforter. Amen. Father, I just thank you for David and Pam. God, I just thank you for their faithfulness, the anointing. And Lord, I just can't wait to read this book and celebrate the influence it's going to have around, not just in this nation, but around the world. I thank you for Pam, the anointing on her life. Ooh, the healing anointing has always been on Pam uh, to lay hands on people and to see them healed and to release. She's an intercessor, but, but I'm just telling you, in 2018, it's going to be a year. And that's one of the things the enemy would love to shut the healing anointing down off her life because of what she's facing with, with family member that's sick. But the Lord said he's got all that. But to walk in that healing anointing regardless, wherever she's at, pray for healing for whoever the Holy Spirit leads her to, and they will be healed in Jesus' name. Stir your gifts up in her. Stir your gifts up in David of power and presence in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Love you, buddy. You're awesome, man. Amen. Amen. Let's stand if we would. Praise God. Praise God. I tell you, man, I'm just at the place. I just want God, you know. I mean, there's, I just want God, and I want God for you. And I believe in God for you. I'm believing that this is your, you're coming into 2018. And, and, I, and 2017 has been a good year for a lot of folks, a lot of us. But December can be an, a great year. It can just even multiply what God's doing this year. So finish December strong. Don't get distracted. Don't get discouraged. Don't get tight and uptight and all that. Man, look for places to sow and give. Look for ways to sow your love, sow your time, sow the gifts in your life. Look for a place. Look for those places and, and make this house strong. We need to be going in. We need, to, we need to finish 2017 strong. It's been a great year in a lot of ways, but we need to finish 2017 strong as a house because the enemy hates the anointing. He hates it. Because he knows the anointing breaks him and breaks him down. So I want to pray if you if you just love just man a touch a special touch of the Holy Spirit to encourage you and strengthen you just raise your hands. I want to pray for you right now. Father, I just thank you for your presence, your power. I thank you, God, that it's not magic or weirdness, but it's just simply you. You love us so much. You want to pour your spirit out on us. You promised in Acts chapter 1, you'd pour your spirit out on us. It's your promise, God. And I just thank you for just a fresh infilling, a fresh power, a fresh anointing, not just to get through the week, but download wisdom and ideas and discernment. Download ways to touch, to move, to challenge, to change situations and circumstances. God, download anointing for healing and that, that, that we can walk in healing and also sow healing into others. But most importantly, never let us lose our first love. Always draw us closer to you. 
in Jesus' name. Amen, amen.